Hello and welcome to the I Might Know a Few Things podcast. My name is Kiara and I'm here with uh, my special guest to give you our opinion, uh, advice, and shit you may not care about. My name's Tevin. My name's Tevin. I know she was getting to it. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Tevin. (laughs) Tevin, go ahead and introduce yourself to the group here, our audience. Hey, what's up? So my name's Tevin. Um, I'm actually a special guest over here with, I may know a few things, here to give my advice, whether it's warranted or not. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so, you know, Tevin is uh, my man, my boo, love my life, uh, person that I tolerate on a daily basis, but, you know, we'll get to that in another time and place. Uh, but today's topic for our podcast is going to be social media, which is going a little crazy. A lot going on, a lot going on. There's a lot happening with social media right now. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened recently is, uh, is it Haley that's with it from Chloe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Haley, who is going to be... We should have probably looked up the last name before we went into this. Haley Bailey, I remember because it rhymed. Haley Bailey. Bailey. (laughs) Yeah, which I was like, that's... A fucking so adorable. So what I'm saying is they're doing, is it a remake of The Little Mermaid? And yeah, so like be... live action, like uh, just like Lion King that's coming out. Oh, so like legit, like live action. Like yeah, like, like she's like... there, like she is going to be Ariel. Oh shit, I bet you people mad. Uh, <laughs> have you been on social media? <laughs> God damn. Because Haley's black, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she black, she black, black. Ooh, first time like... you get The Little Mermaid live and uh. She's not even, like, She's pretend black. black like I am. Like, maybe you just saw curls and a slightly melanin skin, and you're no, like... No, she's black black. No, 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 no. There's like, no denying it. Her and her sister, was it Chloe? Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, signed to Beyonce black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, like, uh, black girl magic, hashtag, you know. All right. Black. Damn. <laughs> so, what's going on in social media? What are, what are people um, talking from about? From what I read, uh, they're talking about how one Ariel is white. With red hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, white, the Caucasian, the, the, the I eat mayonnaise and bologna, that's it. No salt is my only seasoning, yeah. white, obviously. She a fish, but, but this I is guess the thing. I, I didn't know that fishes could be a race. Oh, you didn't know? You never heard of a white fish? <laughs> <laughs> a what? <laughs> Hawaii fish. Got you. Okay. So. You find those in Massachusetts and Maryland. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you Massachusetts. Exclusive. Oh, you know people go for the fucking death threat. <laughs> Exclusively from Massachusetts, Maryland. Maybe some in Maine. Damn. <laughs> the Italian fishes are from Jersey, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, man. Like, I, I got to see a little bit of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think it's crazy. So, like. My biggest thing is, Ariel's been this character for so long. Ariel has been this character for so long and representation for Disney. Like, I remember growing up and... He wanted to be a mermaid? Yeah, of course. Of course. And I wanted to have red hair. That's what it was all about. (laughs) But, like, I remember I had a friend who had red hair and was considered ugly from having red hair. Yeah, right? And then Ariel came along with, like, this beautiful red hair streaming out and everything like that and it just really made that characteristic just blow up and like it was like now you used to be ugly but now it's a little mermaid and you're fucking beautiful like so i figure if you're able to do that with race or switching it up like why not it's honestly very true i just don't see what the big deal would be my biggest argument is, like, every day of your life, you've never even thought about Ariel. You're not, like, she's right. on the poster on my wall. Because there's so many, like, grown adults. Like, people in their, like, late 20s, early 30s. Some people probably in their 40s talking about, like, Ariel should be white. I remember my childhood. That's cool that you had Ariel. I'm pretty sure you also had Cinderella. You also had Snow White. You also had Sleeping Beauty. All these white princesses. All and that's fine. Brandy, so. Yeah, you know what? Brandy is on a whole different level. 
Brandy was a black Cinderella who who, who had a, a Asian prince who had a white daddy and a black mama. And you know what? That is diversity to the max. You know what? It didn't explain how they had an Asian baby. You know he was adopted. Nobody questioned it. Nobody questioned it. It was also the 90s, maybe early 2000s when this happened. And maybe social media wasn't as popular and it wasn't in your face. But still, no one went backtracked and was like, hey, y'all ever notice how Brandy is black and Cinderella is (laughs) it? Let Haley have her princess moment. You know what? Weave can be red and that's what she can wear. And she'll have red hair. I feel like they should keep the red hair. Oh yeah, no. That's I like feel like such it definitely a needs to be. To the character. I, as much as I love my little nappy kinky curls, I don't want to see that shit on Ariel. But like... <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but she does live in the sea. And yeah, I want unrealistic goals to, to. Everybody to know that towards. what is it? That four C. I'm fucking 4B hair, and that <laughs> shit does not do well under those type of conditions. You know your letter. I'm under the C. I know that letter. Don't be sleeping. <laughs> Don't be sleeping. Oh, uh, what letter of curly pattern you got? You know what? Thank you, social media, for introducing me that I have uh, four. Actually, no, no. I think I have like a three. Let's say you're not a four. You like a three C. I'm like a three C. I'm not quite to the kinky curls, but I'm close to You got like some tighter coils, but it's still loose. I was like, I wish y'all can see how popping my curls are right now, because thank you, leaving conditioner fruities. Hashtag sponsor me. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it's gonna be like it's it's gonna be a good movie. She has the voice of a literal angel, yeah. and that's honestly all that yeah. matters. Uh, Her voice is absolutely incredible, and it's so unique. Um, whatever Benson is, the girl who originally did the voice, I think that's her. That might be Belle's voice. Whatever, she had a bomb ass voice. Like, you know, part of your world was my chiz. I mean, at the end of the day, like she has an amazing voice, but <laughs> even if she didn't, Ariel gets her voice taken. It's true. She don't have to talk half the movie. Like, I know they were debating on Ursula. Do we know who's going to play who they're like? Uh, Melissa McCarthy, which I don't know if she no. can be honestly campy enough to be Ursula. I don't know about that one. Um, I, my friend uh, posted that it should have been Queen Latifah. And Yo. I was like, Queen Latifah would be pretty badass. She has Straight the attitude up. for like the contract signing part. And then it'll piss everybody off. It'll be yeah. like Wakanda. <laughs> they're like so y'all just gonna make this whole white ass movie black as fuck huh? <laughs> is that what you gonna do to my childhood <laughs> white culture is gonna fucking vomit like straight i don't up, even know straight up facts though facts though but it's it's crazy like being in 2019 and something like this is still something so like appalling to culture this it's, it's insane and what's crazy is that the kids that it's intended for are really not gonna care no, they're not. All it's going to be is that the people who it's really, like, thrown towards or, like, base for is going to be like, oh, my God, there's a princess who's black. And you know what I am? I'm also black. Not me, personally. But. <laughs> Dominicano. <laughs> I'm a Dominican princess. I'm still waiting for my perfect Hispanic out there movie princess. As much as I like my Elena of Avalor, who's technically Hispanic. I want a Hispanic princess. That's not one of the topic that I'm not gonna get into. I'm gonna tell you right now, if they don't pull up to the ca- the castle with some fucking plantains, <laughs> and some fucking mango, <laughs> forget a whole pumpkin. The fairy godbitch is just like, please get me some plantains. I'm gonna make you a carry. Straight up, if that bitch ain't salami and mango, we don't want it. We want that real shit. My carriage turned back and I'm like, stop the prince. You want me to cook you something real quick? You see my carriage change, but I can change. I can make this problem to a good thing. When the prince comes and visit, you just need to have like that grandma that just like instantly wakes his ass up first thing in the morning to clean. And is always asking him if he's hungry. Like this. He's like, hey, mommy. <laughs> the Prince Puerto Rican? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you know, you got to make him like a little bit. Uh, he can't be too much into the Latinx culture. He has to be right there the bridge, the one they're familiar with. Got you, got you, got you. Like um, Prince, what's his name? Prince the, who? The Princess and the Frog. Oh, Naveen? Yeah. That, oh, the, I'm the, not like, sure if you're black or Hispanic Exactly. <laughs> he's just like in a mix. Like he's not Creole, but he is Creole. Like Le- we really don't know. Prince Naveen is me. Where you look at me, you are not sure if I am black or Hispanic. But I get to go back and forth to each culture. I could be a little mm, 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 but I could be a little pam, 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 pam. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know. <laughs> I like 
point out that it's not any jingle or soundtrack to any fish track. For me, knowing you personally, you enjoy your adobo. I but do. At the I do. Same time. I appreciate good seasoning. You may eat a green bean casserole. I I could. I've um I've had chitlins before. I found out recently what that was, and now as I said it, pig I don't ass. remember what it is. It's like a meat. <laughs> it's, it's pig ass. It's <laughs> Nuts! I can't remember. It's something that's it's a something that part like I probably shouldn't have been of a pig. had ate. I didn't like it too much. I don't remember what is it. Um, collard greens. That one I had. I think they oh, add. Do they add pork to that? So that's why your ass been growing a little bit. No, baby. Okay, so Tevin has the power of love. He has like love goggles. You hear beer goggles where you can see a girl so, who might be okay, but she hella fine. Body. Tevin got love goggles where my ass looks bigger than it could ever ever. I wish to be. If you are listening and you are African American, <laughs> melanated, tell me and tell Kyar that collard greens don't make your ass grow. Okay, please make when I, once this is posted, I want y'all to make comments about if if I just keep eating what is considered soul food. No, uh, they say go all the way down and you might get a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> what is considered uh, just uh, the ass growing foods? Will I? Like, cause I think at one point someone told me to eat a lot of more cornbread. You need two things: collard greens and cornbread. The combination just—that's my complete diet. Also, Ass. how? It's <laughs> <laughs> just one butt cheek cornbread, one butt cheek collard greens, straight up, just growing, mm, and a whole mm, bunch mm. of antioxidants in between. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe drink some water. Start watching my, uh, you know, throw some Cheerios, cause my cholesterol gonna be out the roof. That's it, man. You get a little, you get a little belly if you got some ass. I'm from Atlanta, you know. That's how we like it. I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be big all around. If I can just wear like an inner tube that starts at my ass, I think that's that's where my life that's is it. heading to. That's it. But no, but getting getting back to it, like representation is so important. I mean, I'm still waiting for a black prince to. Oh yeah, we were talking about them before. I want like a Nubian prince. I want yeah. dark chocolate. I want that. T- I want like Tyrese. Maybe like Tyson Beckford to be. Like, I'm talking, this man needs to look like he stops and fix auto mechanic cars for a living. <laughs> like, that's like, I'm talking dog. I want him online telling me that I'm going to be his Nubian princess if I send him $100. Straight up. Straight <laughs> that's up. That's what I want. Straight up. He's like, please just buy my ticket to America and I'll bring you back and make you my princess. And <laughs> 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 you look- that, and and that's the biggest thing because I was like we we got we got was it Tiana mm-hmm. we got Tiana so we we got a black princess right we low key get in two yeah because we got Haley coming in as Ariel oh yeah and which, she just flipped the, the switch on uh, Ariel and now we got two black princesses so now we got two of the same duality Ariel must be a Gemini yeah and, <laughs> and I was like we need a black prince I was like well, isn't t- technically Gemini a fish. No, that's Pisces. Pisces. Oh, yeah. She's a Pisces. Gemini's is crazy. Oh, no. She can't be crazy. She can be a Pisces. She can be a fish. She could be. So it goes with the theming. I don't know. She also wanted to switch on both sides of having legs, but then also something in the water. Yeah. Being human that's over there. I guess that's... But, like, that's the big... Because the big basis of the story of this of Little Mermaid is to not change yourself to fit in and to be something that's... But that's Gemini's. literally exactly what she does. And then she chooses... The whole thing is she actually chooses to stay with legs. And she's like, hey, fish family, like, I know y'all wanted me to come back and stuff and be a fish and a mermaid. But I was like, you know, these legs, they made for walking. And walking is what I'll do. (laughs) 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 Like, that's what she changes to. And then she has a daughter. Like, have you not seen the whole second? Oh, my God. The whole second movie. Yeah, but see, and that's the thing that, like is the reason why I feel like that story is so important, especially for young black girls right now, is to to show them with society that you can make that choice of who you want to be. And you're not just directly fit into a box. Um, And you can choose your family, which we both know we live in a very Eurocentric society. It's just true. It just is what it is. Um, You can go to any local hair product store and see... The ethnic section. Yeah. That's, that's minimized. It's literally called the ethnic the section. The ethnic section. Um, that's do this. So I think having a story where a black girl is represented and then you get representation in this about 
being who you want to be and following where you want to go, I mm-hmm. feel like that's that's big. It really, honestly, it's it's what's needed, and I feel like a lot of people don't find that as important. Because it's not like there's going to be white little girls who are like, what? She's not white? No, they're not even going to think about it. They're going to be like, oh my god, this is a great movie about a girl who's a princess, and it's like the whole same feeling you had when you originally watched Little Mermaid. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of black little girls who didn't think like, oh my god, that she's white, and that's, that's what no. I should be. They were just like, no. holy shit, she's a fish who got legs who came on land and she has bomb-ass music. That's probably the majority you thought of until you got to an older age where you actually thought about the color of your skin and Exactly. Stuff. It was like that first time you played dress-up and you really looked at yourself and somebody told you, oh, well, you, it doesn't really good, look good when you have on red hair because you're black. You know, and I think that's when you realize, like, that change and that shift and everything that's there. And that's what most people... The kids, like, that's what they care about. They just want a great story, and they want to feel connected. Look at Moana. Oh, my God. Moana is so fantastic. Yeah. I love her. And just blowing up. Kids everywhere talk about Moana, want to be Moana, want to follow Moana. Um, and that's of every race. No one's like, yeah. I want to be her because she looks like... Honestly, people always think about that. They always say, like, oh, when I was a kid, I saw a girl who looked like me. Honestly, I don't think I ever thought twice about the fact that she looked like me. I didn't... See... The thing is... When you're a child, you do not see color. You no, really do no. not. You're just like, hey, that I like tall. this story. I like this person. Like, it's like my niece. She loves Elsa, and she doesn't think about how Elsa's this blonde girl. She's just like, oh, my God, I love her music. I love the what I see on the screen. I think it's cool that she has powers. Yeah. Fucking let it go, and she jams out. Exactly, and I think that you don't even hit that stage. I feel like it doesn't really hit you with representation until you get into that, like, Pre-teen stage, when you yeah. get to that kind of like 11, 12, you're trying to it's really define yourself. It's when society starts like actually uh, influencing what your thought pattern is. Yeah, and, and and you take that time of looking in the mirror and realize, like um one one big thing I had coming up, loving Disney, loving everything with Disney, but when I went to want to be those characters that I loved, mm-hmm. I realized that they looked a lot different than me. And so my friends were cool because they had those certain features where they looked like um, these different princes and mm-hmm. they looked like these different things. So people admired them more because of it, but there was nobody that looked like me. Whereas like now I walk through, get random people like Wakanda forever because of because King <laughs> Tatala. You're like, yeah, yeah. You know what I I'm got saying? that black girl magic. No, you don't, Becky, but thank you for but supporting. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because that representation there is cool to talk about it. And it's mm-hmm. cool to be like, yo, you're a black guy. He's a black guy. He's awesome. So you have to be awesome. You know? And it kind of like, it sets up. And I feel like that opens up so many things when we get older. Yeah. That I feel like it doesn't do any damage to kids that's younger. And like you said, majority of ones that's complaining about it are adults. Grown Adults, that it's like it does doesn't not affect, affect at all. you. You, if you still act to this age to look up to Ariel, then I'm sorry, grow the fuck up, <laughs> grow the fuck up. You should be at this point in life, you should be your own goddamn hero. Facts, like, <laughs> that Preach. is my main thing. Be your own goddamn Preach. hero. You should be to the point where you're like, you know what. Oh, oh my god it just drives me insane you're like i aspire to be this person I aspire to this. that's fantastic you want to have this person's life but at the same time you should be like i just want to be the best version of myself yeah and you know what this person can slightly influence you but it shouldn't be like what you actually strive to be is like i don't be exactly like this person no you want to be the best version of your person of yourself that someone else says, hey, I want to be like this person. That's it. Exactly. And and it's nothing wrong taking bits and pieces from mm-hmm. people. And seeing like, oh, well, I love how this person reached this milestone. Or I love how this person is more outspoken. And I want to inherit those yeah. things. And I want to work on them. But at the end of the day, you got to make it fit with you. It has to be exactly. authentic with who you are. If you are a quiet person, you can learn to speak more or speak louder, mm-hmm. but you're probably never going to be that person that walks into the room and it's the loudest person in the room. No. It's just not natural to who you are. So you got to find... Sometimes you're not going to be as obnoxious as us, though. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because it comes with pros and cons. <laughs> when you have to be the, the last person in the room, you have to constantly be that person. Because if you're not, sometimes they were like, hey, what's wrong? And you're like, hey, I just want to be my bubble. <laughs> exactly. And it's not good to copy and mimic people like Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Like Taylor Swift. Shout out to the Bayhive. <laughs> 
Taylor Swift, okay. I was going to bring her up, too. Ta- we're going to switch topics. Just to finish no, off the, we- the, 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 the Haley thing, she's going to be a bomb-ass Ariel. Yes, she will. She's going to be absolutely amazing. amazing. Y'all need to just get over it. Everything they have done is absolutely amazing. And I feel like the hate should not overshadow the fact of her reaching this level in her career at a young age. I'm and saying, she's just bomb. Disney makes good choices. They know what the fuck they're doing. How about we just trust them? Because you trust them for anything else, trust them in this moment. Straight up. And I believe, check them out. Like, I believe they're on fucking Instagram with, like, Chloe X Oh, yeah, Haley. Chloe X Haley. They're bomb. Like, check out check their music. Check them out. Their music is awesome. Their voices are awesome. Great, it's just, great it's, it's, it's impressive. Exactly. Oh, yeah. check out Grownish as well. That show's pretty bomb. Yo, Grownish is actually Grown-ish pretty is bomb. But yeah. But yeah. Taylor Swift. Next up. Taylor Swift. Okay, so I didn't tell you about this. So Taylor Swift it posted this whole thing on Tumblr about how uh, Scooter, who represents um, Justin Bieber, he okay. Scooter Brennan, Brenner. I don't, I don't. He's pretty much like uh, the producer manager of Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande. Got you. He so just, he got all the powerhouses. Yeah, no, no. Okay. He, he, okay. he making bank right now. Yeah. So he bought a big uh, music machine. Like he bought like a whole other company. But they're the people who owned all the rights to Taylor's past music and albums. Got and you. Taylor Swift, like pretty okay. much just like the second she found out Scooter um, purchased all this, she was like, I feel sick to my stomach that he owns now all the rights to all my music. I've been trying so hard to buy him back. All the music that I sat down in my um I sat down in my room and wrote and she's making like a really very personal argument. And it's like she did it the same day she found out that he bought the rights to it, yeah. like the company that has the rights to it. And it's like you don't you didn't think about like maybe talking to him and be like, hey, let's work something out where I can buy the rights to my music back. Because I guess originally she had to produce an album to get the rights for each previous album she got before to get her yeah. all her song rights yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Which may I feel like makes sense. Like, yeah. hey, you sold off your music if you want the rights to just keep You have them. to create create and new trade projects. off. It's like an yeah. easy tra- like here, make more music. That's it. That's yeah. how you you're pretty much the money we have from making this from your previous albums. We just want you to replace it if you want everything that we've previously made. It's yeah. from what I understand from it. And um, she made big things. She's like, it's, it makes me sick to my stomach because Scooter also is really good friends with Kanye West. And it comes back down to that Kanye West calling her out when she won. Well, see, album that's, of the that's year. like bullshit. Like, that's like a stretch. That's like such a stretch. Because Taylor on her, like, I want to be involved in everything. She decided, like, either I'm going to be shut up and do nothing, and now I'm, like, I'm back in political parties. I am all about gay rights, which, beautiful. Thank you for that. And then now she's all, like, I want to shut down people. Like, she just wants to be, like, against so many things and for so many things. And, like, people who have, like, the following that Taylor Swift has, that Beyonce has, that fucking Ariana Grande has, you can't. Like throw so much negativity towards one person because you know you know for a fact how your fans are going to react and how they're going to attack somebody because tweens have so many emotions especially at this young age where they don't know how to just regular react to something they're like hey I'm going to send death threats I'm going to attack all your social media I'm going to like stalk you in the streets and throw shit at you like that's that's the biggest thing but like that's um for the people I know in the podcast don't know that. I've done music and work into the industry, and mm-hmm. I got to see a lot of those ins and out. Is that first of all, nobody's your friend in the industry. Yeah, that's that's just what it is. Um, you have your close knit family, you have your close knit people that you have in your circle, but those other people, they're running a business. Yeah, that's that's what their focus is. They got they're putting food on the table and making moves, and buying an artist's catalog. This is the first time. Not the second time. Won't be the last time. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's rock stars that started. You think Muddy Waters and everybody that helped develop the Rolling Stones from following their music mm-hmm. still gets paid off of their music? You no. think that they still get paid off of their <laughs> samples? No. They got signed to labels. People bought the ownership to their music. And they pimp it out. That's why you keep getting all these remakes of Genuine Pony. And you keep getting these re- these remakes of Ignition that goes into pop and everything. That's a like million that. samples. And you, they're just like, you don't think about it. Oh, Ariana Grande's brand new, like uh, her new song, uh, uh, Seven Rings, has yeah. a sample of it from literally in sync. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, 
it, it it's gonna keep happening and you're not gonna do this whole whole like kids who don't understand the business and kids literal kids who just don't get how music works you're gonna yeah. put them on the thing where like Taylor Swift wrote these songs in her bedroom she deserves this she music deserves credit for this but <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift you make a shit ton of money don't try to act like you need these songs but you this, haven't thought twice this is of the thing songs. and I know that we're gonna get pushback from people that's gonna be like oh well like that's her right oh, and that's Swifties. her that's her like strength and hers being independent but it doesn't have shit to do with that what it comes down to is that when you are making these transactions because you created something does not mean that you own something. Yeah. Look at the founder. If anybody's seen the founder about McDonald's and everything going on over mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. These these brothers, the brothers made this whole system with the speedy system and created this whole process that's now used in fast food restaurants mm-hmm. around the world. And But somebody came in, had the idea to expand, and bought that idea. Yeah. We live in a world, we live in a society, we live in America where you can purchase someone's creative process. Mm -hmm. You can create it, but I can buy it from you, exchange it, and it's up to my rights if I want to sell it back to you or not. Pretty much. That's, it just is what it is. It sucks. Does it seem like it's unfair? Probably. But that's capitalism. I think the one thing that really bugged me about it is she posted the Tumblr post the same day that he bought over into the company. So it's not like she okay. could have like privately asked him like, hey, blah, blah, like, let me talk to you about I want to buy the rights back to my music. Yeah. Or something she works out in private. She immediately went to like social media to make it a public thing to make Scooter be this huge monster. And it's like you couldn't, I understand the original owner couldn't figure something out. Maybe you had like your own little deal. He gave you like, this is what I want to do. He could have been like, hey, let me see what Scooter wants to do, and maybe I can buy my music back a different way or work something out where yeah. I can get my music instead of just immediately throwing it to social media and being like, this guy's a fucking monster. Because you remember, you remember when Kim and Kanye bullied me and with that, took an illegal phone call that said, I said it was fine that you made me, made me famous because you fucking did. And like, That's, and the only thing I'm mad about is he called me a bitch. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me just go in a small little rant oh, about God, the word bitch. Oh, jeez. The simple fact that people want to be like, it's so bad to be called a bitch. I call, I say, one, I say the word bitch on a daily goddamn basis. Two, I refer to myself as a bad bitch. And I, three, I don't know any girl who doesn't who doesn't feel empowered by the word bitch. Because you know what? It's not a fucking insult. It's just not. I think, well, I think I won't say it that far. I will say it's how it's used. I feel like yeah, context is how we use is because there are people that use it as derogatory. There are people that use it as a sense of belittling, but we have to be mindful that we do live in a society where that is also a term of endearment or term of things that's into there. Um, but me think of that vine. But <laughs> <laughs> love you, bitch. Never gonna stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> but see, the the biggest thing that I would say about this is that, first of all, first let me throw this out there. First I things first. Almost guarantee you, there's some type of Taylor Swift project coming soon, because this has promo <laughs> written all over it. You can smell the promo. If nobody can hear that. You could smell the what, promo. What, what, what is that? What that? <sighs> I smell. It's, I smell a, a future song coming it out. It smells. <laughs> it smells like promo, right? She came off an amazing year with her. Well, it's personal taste, but sales wise, <laughs> she came off an amazing year with her music. Now it's getting to that point where uh-huh. she got to turn those wheels, start prepping fans up, and one like avenue, one like way that Taylor Swift has done this is always going with the David versus Goliath approach. Mm-hmm. Every time, right? She went into there, because I'm going to tell you, Taylor Swift was selling, she was doing her country lane before Kanye. Yeah. But after the situation with Kanye, she was able to go into this whole bad girl rebel side yep. that she never had access to before. Until that moment. People could say what they want to say, but that's exactly how it happened. Mm-hmm. Her albums afterwards outsold her previous albums. Like yeah, crazy, they really did. Right? That's not saying she didn't work hard. That's not saying she didn't grind. It's 
that situation happened as a result of Kanye, and she he was just able opened to an avenue. That's it. That's into there. So after we had that. When we go into her next CD, she has the whole situation with Kim Kardashian and people betraying her and this, this, and that. So now she got the the blank spaces and she got the disc records on the low and she got all this different mm-hmm. stuff where she can be like, oh, well, now I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm going to stand up and defend myself, which is very like Regina Greer. Like Regina me- Greer? What, what's her last name? George. George. My okay. Bad. <laughs> Regina George, like bad girl like she went very like mean girls yeah regina george about the whole situations of i'm gonna come and i'm gonna try to knock everybody off with these whole situations Mm -hmm. and then so everybody jumped behind her oh my god taylor Swift, she's stepping up she's doing her thing redemption boom boom she's coming up people just trying to knock her down because she's trying to be great and she joined all these different movements that came for the empowerment too and after that it was quiet so I feel like this situation is another way of saying, hey, this is a guy who's being a bully, who's thinking that he runs this, this, and this, and I have to overcome this challenge because... That's that's what I am. That's what I am. It's like I she's gotta, not overcoming something. She's like nothing or something. Exactly. I got to overcome the challenge because I'm obviously the underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're the champion, people don't like a champion. They like you when you first win and then they want you to fail. Yeah. So she's like, no, I'm not the champion. I'm actually I'm actually the underdog. Mm-hmm. I'm actually the one that everybody's against, and I need to overcome this challenge. And I guarantee you, you can mark my words that she's going to be dropping a new song or a new project soon following behind this. Pretty much, like, I think at the end of her, her Tumblr post she did was like, hey, my album's coming up in, like, August. Like it's it's pretty much I feel like it's a lot of build up and promo for the album. So like, it's like hey, August too, like yeah. around the corner. Like. She's like, let me blow, <laughs> <laughs> let me blow this up so that everyone loves my lover album. Which I like that she did something like light and airy compared to her like what is it, like a redemption or whatever R word she used for like her little snake album yeah. she had previously came out with. Honestly, I like Taylor Swift. She puts out good music. It like it's poppy. It connects with you. You like, you're able to jam out in the car and stuff with it. Yeah. I I like that she uses her platform for the most part for a good thing. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like when you have a platform, yes, focus on like you can push political parties. Go for it. Who cares? You can push positive things, but don't push something that's negative when you know so many people have strong emotions to those things. Especially yeah. when your fan base is between the ages of like eight and nineteen kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's that's your demographic. Mm-hmm. Like you those those years are like, hey, I have so many emotions with and, and if the artist I like is saying that I should hate this, yeah, I should fucking hate this. Like yeah. that's what it yeah. pushes down to. You gotta be careful with those things. Yeah. Because that's and that's the thing, because you representation, what you say and what you do, you have a responsibility mm-hmm. as an artist. And do I feel that every artist that comes out has to be a role model and is forced into a role model position? No, no. I don't think it's so. But Taylor Swift has put her into an avenue, put herself into an avenue where she stated and she's wanted to be a part of being a role model and showing people I do this. She stepped out as this shine. Mm-hmm. Um, when you got other artists that they become role models and people say, hey, you got to be responsible. And they're like, hey, from the first time I came here, I never asked to be that. You got artists like Cardi B that is like, I have been ratchet since I came out. Okay. Yeah, but okay. I was like, I told <laughs> I, y'all, I've been a stripper. I want a reality show where I fucking up. acted the fuck up. Straight up. Early videos about what she doing behind closed doors, everything. She's, <laughs> she's, she's always been that. They're like, you a mama, be a good role model. She's like, I've never been this. My girl need to know that if she wants to be ratchet, she can be ratchet and she's still going to make some shit out of her life. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. And that's who she is. Those well, are the people I respect the most. I'm yeah, like, live because, your fucking best life. Because you're living your truth. Exactly. You don't have truth. to pretend to be something like always doing this persona. Back to Disney a little bit. All back to like the representation of how Disney feels like their people and their kids should act. Yeah. Like um, Dove Cameron, she does. She's like the main character in those uh uh the the Disney's um 
fairy tale kid movie. I don't know okay, what it's um, called. Yeah. But, like, she's the main person. I think she posted on Instagram, uh, like, her in a swimsuit. And everybody's like, you have kids who look at your Instagram. You can't wear a swimsuit. She's like, bitch, I'm not naked. It's a swimsuit. Like, if people see me at the beach and take a photo, like, that's what it is. Like, I'm not in my underwear. You're living your life. And that's the thing that, like, is so secretly suppressive about society yeah is that we say okay we want to have these rights we want to have these freedoms we want to be able to do these different things but as soon as somebody goes out there and live their life we're like no you can't do that because you have a child and that's disgusting yeah and your child's gonna grow up and think that you're like promiscuous and you want to so what so what they're gonna be like oh my mom lives a normal life that now I know I don't have to be ashamed if I happen to like a boy, maybe be sexually attracted to them. Straight like, up. Like, you're going to feel okay about these normal feelings. The first time that I got to the point of growing up and learning, like, those people that I looked up to mm-hmm. had flaws. First, It I went, made you feel better. You feel so much better. You have so... Kids today have so much pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, they have so many feelings of, like, I have to be perfect. I can't make any mistakes. I have to live up to these expectations. When they learn that those adults they look up to are not necessarily shitty, but, like, they have flaws, it makes you breathe. You're like, I can actually make a mistake and I'm going to be okay. Exactly. I'm I'm going to be all right. I'm going to figure it out. And I feel that we put so much pressure Mm-hmm. On on people into the light and things that's into there, and we focus so much on things that don't contribute to us that we we lose light of those that's watching us. Pretty much, and, and that's the biggest thing. Like with Taylor Swift now, with this whole situation, it's like I get it. You're mad. This is how it happened. I still feel like it's a stretch talking about that it's linked to Kanye and this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a manager, like most industry managers. That's a bit sleazy just being honest, yeah. saw an opportunity to purchase this catalog and make a move, mm-hmm. and they made the move. Yeah, it's like, it was a good, like, a, a good money move. Yeah. Like, to own this, like, he got the rights to a lot of different music. Uh, he's able to represent a lot more artists and everything. And yeah. it's all people who are honestly within her, like, little girl gang thing, who are her friends. Like, hey, if your friends trust him with their music, their rights, and everything, like, Helping them grow as artists. Why are you suddenly like, oh, I just remember uh, years back when somebody did me wrong and he was also involved. Not personally, like third party, but he was there. So I'm going to shit on him in public places. He's a, And my biggest thing is that you got to realize that for majority of Kanye's career, he has been a multi-Grammy winning, multi-platinum selling artist. So it would be... Utterly stupid. stupid to not be friends with a Kanye. It will be uh, if you're in the industry and you're managing. You're you're talking about when you get that entryway to Kanye, you get the entryway to good music, you get the entryway to Jay Z, you get the entryway to Beyonce, mm-hmm. Rihanna, all these people that run into that same circle. Yep. So you expect for people to not have those connection ties to some of the hottest artists out. And they're supposed to just sever those ties because you don't feel comfortable with the situation. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm sorry, Taylor Swift. This isn't fucking high school. Mm-mm. You can't be like, hey, I don't want you talking to them anymore. No, they make me money. They That's, make money. At the end of the day, they make me money. That's like yeah. him dropping Justin Bieber because he started acting up and pissing in fucking mob buckets. Like, no, that's yeah, he's acting stupid. up. It's dumb, but that's good publicity. And <laughs> he's still making good ass money. Let me tell you right now, I am a grown man. And I still waiting for Justin Bieber to hit up my line and ask me if I want to fucking hang out. <laughs> like, 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 hey, Biebs. Hey, you, Biebs. I'm sorry. Did you want me to hop in your Ferrari? Biebs in the trap. <laughs> Biebs in the trap. Do you know I still feel like that's Bieber on that track? I don't care. Nobody track. said he's secretly on that. And nobody I know. Say that I don't show. know who the fuck they is. They, they want to trick me to think who's on that. Why would you call it Biebs in the trap? I want everyone to look up Biebs. As in, like, Justin Bieber. 
Biebs by in the a trap. fucking um Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Biebs in the trap. It's that shit Justin is bomb. Is Travis, Travis Scott is the one who's with Kelly Jenner, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I have for some reason mix yeah. him up with ASAP Rocky, and that's pretty racist. It's because no, it's black. it's it's because they got the braids. They got the braids, and then they dark skin. I think ASAP Rocky's with Kendall Jenner. Does he's with somebody? I mean, there's a Kardashian with a black guy every day, so you know they got good taste. Black is. Is not That's whack. It. And see, this people get him a lot of shit, but like, can we talk about how this is like multi million dollar family? I don't. Uh, That's interracially people, marrying, <laughs> starting multi million dollar people families. shit on the Kardashians, and you know what they do? It's that like. Um, I cr- crying as I wipe my tears with hundred dollar bills. Straight up, like <laughs> the Kardashians don't give a fuck. They're always like Kim that did a sex tape. What in fucking so, the early two thousands? So She's not still making what? money on that sex tape. So what? Because if we're gonna go into the thing that I believe into is we talking about woman equality, woman rights. If she goes out there and she got to stroke a few strokes, <laughs> and she fucking like come out on the other end because guess what? She made that sex tape. But where's Ray J? Exactly. Right and Ray J Cam was right like, now? oh shit, let me just maybe make some headphones. Y'all might buy those. Raycons. Exactly. No, we it's, can't it's, be plugging it's... without them put, dropping us money, though. They need, <laughs> they need to cut a check. <laughs> cut that check. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Kim Kardashian is a perfect example. People who just keep giving her shit for dumb stuff. Oh, I forgot about that. Kim, uh, kimono. Oh, not the kimono. The kimono. Not the kimono. Kim Ono's. I, I looked this up. It's oh, Ono God, is like out. one. No. One singular suit, oh, which makes God. sense. The bitch's first name is Kim. Kim <sighs> Ono. Kim one. One bodysuit. It's not a kimono. There's nothing Asian Oriental a fucking about it. Like, that's my oh thing my with God. It. It's, as a black man, I get the frustration of feeling culturally like appropriated. Um, shout out to Katy Perry coming out with fucking roller skates and like watermelon. But like, <laughs> but like, I understand being culturally appropriated from time to time. But I feel like this is one of those situations where it's. I mean, I can't fully talk on it because I'm not Asian. I don't have the Asian persuasion. Uh, but I will say from my eyes and from my view, I don't feel like it's one of those situations where something was appropriated from the culture. Yeah, maybe she used similarities of name to get a little clout. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of clout chase to it. But if she was selling a one body piece that looks similar to a kimono. I'd get it more. Then I would get it a little bit more. So many like just people, they're literally clout chasers. That's uh-huh. what you are when you complained about uh-huh. this. Of somebody who is of Oriental descent. I don't know what's more appropriate, Oriental or age. I think it's Oriental, isn't it? I did, I'm not. You know what? Saying. People who are Let's just have, from... If somebody that is a listener coming through... Let because we want to make sure that we're that we're correct about it. I'm not trying to offend respect. nobody. Yeah, but we want to be respectful right and everything like that in all seriousness. So if somebody knows what's the proper way... I know some Let people know. do like Asian Pacific. They do different parts of your region. Mm-hmm. Um, just what's the proper way? What's the I proper way Asian to do Pacific announce? was like Hawaii. No, sometimes you get specific Asian because you get like, or like Thailand. Philippines, you get like Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. You get like the Philippines, those things that's on the ocean okay, and things yeah, yeah. like that. Which I'm not sure if it shares the same ocean, but I know that there are certain things that's like that's on there. So definitely listeners. Don't fucking if let me know. You, let me know. If you know the proper way. Um but no, but, but like simply going into it, I just don't feel like it's one of those situations that she I feel like she know what she was doing. Like, she knows it because it's one of those things where, like, all publicity is good publicity, even negative. But I don't feel like she went into it into the way of taking away from a race. Yeah, she didn't do it into the point of cultural appropriation. She did it more into, like, she did it more into, like, a word you already knew. That's all it came down to. You're like, oh, kimono, kimonos, kimonos. Yeah. And then try to go into it. So, like, definitely with that one. But that's that's the biggest thing with artists that goes into. But going into that next segment, um, bridge way into that about artists and their influence. Like, Little Nas X right now. Oh, my God, yeah. Blowing yes. up social media. Completely. I need to start oh, tweeting more. I, I, I want to get into Twitter, but I, I feel like... I don't... Do I have that many thoughts? I do, but do I physically want to... Type those bitches in and 
Like, there's so many, so many characters. I get stressed about, like, how many characters you're limited to. You're like, like how, how much I, can I write? Can, can I be this <laughs> funny in this much space? Like, I need to build it up. I don't know. There's a point. Like, can I just post videos of my opinion, like, two-minute videos? <laughs> Hello! Hi, this is me. Hey, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Twitter. This your girl, Tiara. <laughs> What it do? Um, but no, that's where Little Nas released out. So did you hear about him uploading to Twitter or tweeting? Oh, and that talking is. about like Pride and how you know. Oh yeah, like the like the one of like the last days of Pride. He was like, you know what? Um, I like dudes. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. Not directly, but. No, nah, I think no. He did say. I think he did say like I came out. He said he, I came out some kind of way. It was yeah, very yeah. much like. Off his Slightly. song, I believe it's like betrayal or something. He was like, "It's like obvious if you listen to my song." Yeah, you listen to the song. I like know uh, it's closure, 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 closure. That's it's on it closure, closure, and then his album cover has a rainbow. And I was like, "Oh, why would we just know that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's right, because if you're a rapper and a masculine man, you can't be having rainbows on shit without people assuming <laughs> you suck dick." Like, <laughs> that's it. Rainbow unicorns, you sucking dick. dick. <laughs> you shouldn't have sucked a nigga dick for free. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I like that this man, he was like, let me get Billy Ray Cyrus, let me do all this hype up, having kids, families, freaking Confederate flag owners, just, <laughs> I want to take my horse on town road. I'm going ride. <laughs> Yo, I even got to see them performing. I don't know what, what venue they were performing at, but they had the video clip with Miley Cyrus actually being up there. Oh, before like, them all doing the it? The first thing that popped in my head, I was like, what the fuck? fuck is Miley Cyrus doing on stage? And then I remember it's her dad. I was like, baby. She's supporting her father. That You're is like, what's going damn, on. she like Lil Nas. Miley Cyrus is riding that black train for a while. I was like, what's going on here? What is no, happening no, no. in this father, country world? Billy Ray Cyrus, Miley, I was going to say Miley Ray Cyrus. Making <laughs> my icky boogie heart. But that man got a hit now. Yeah, no, That's no, her. no. He came back hard all the time. His verse his mom. Can we talk about like how the hardest part of that song with his, like his verse is the way he said guitar. <laughs> that is like the hardest. <laughs> My guitar. <laughs> I like how he went straight country, but also like um, more like to this generation. He's like Fendi Sports Bra. And I'm <laughs> like, sorry, bro. I'm like, oh, you talking to the Insta baddies? I guess straight up. But then he lets you know that age because I've been through all that. That man, <laughs> that man I'm talking. It was the high, it was one of the hottest verses of 2019. I don't care. Pretty what pretty much. That man had bars. I was like, he made it popping on the country charts, on the pop charts, That's on it. the and top top charts for the elementary kids. Yo, those kids knew every word. Everything. Tell me how we were talking, and I was like, "Do I know the worst of this song that I've been jamming through through the the beginning of 2019?" Straight up, I was like, "Do I know the words? I know the words. If you play it, I am definitely that person. If you play the song, I know the words. If you put me on the spot, like gun to my head, I'm dying because I don't know what I'm I'll tell talking you, you give about. me the rhythm, I will be able to. I don't know. That's not the. But no, but he's he's a young kid that like he's doing a lot, and the biggest thing I love is that he's living in the moment. I do like that. He he's taking it for what it's worth, and that's something I feel like a lot of artists struggle with in the industry is that they're always focusing on like either becoming viral again Mm -hmm. or finding the next big hit or finding the biggest sound, and sometimes you're not. Like that's not to see that he's limited. He may be coming with the next heat, but. Sometimes you're just not going to be that next hot thing. And if you got that one, that big hit that's taken over and topping yep. the charts, you just ride that wave. You ride that old town horse. <laughs> you ride that horse down to the old, old town, town road. Like, road. You, just, you just go with it. And, and, and you just go. And you just enjoy that moment. And you live and you suck it all in. And then you find those opportunities. Um along the way and just enjoy the moments and I feel like that's what he's doing right now he's just having fun he's having a good time what comes next comes next and he's just not gonna worry about it I think it's good like he he introduced himself he's like I'm a part of like the LGBT community it was a perfect time to do it during pride month and everything Mm -hmm. don't forget that plus Plus. Don't forget that plus. There's a, there's a lot of letters to that. That's why they do the plus. So you make sure we're inclusive. I, I try to be as inclusive as possible. I respect it. Be who the fuck you want to be. Straight up. Straight up. And if you don't want to actually be something, you can also do that. Like, I get it. Because, to be honest, one of the first trans that we met 
was fucking Ariel. Because Ariel was like, bitch, I wasn't born a fish. I want to be born with legs. I was born with legs. And guess what she did? She got herself some fucking legs. Straight up. <laughs> Ariel is a trans queen. <laughs> and everyone needs to fucking know it. Anybody on my Facebook already knows what I told them. If I was directing it, Ariel be, would be a queer trans <laughs> trans woman that has, um, what I said, that had the vision and wants to be a unicorn. Pretty much. If I had that choice. I'm just So what I'm y'all really saying. mad? <laughs> I just want them to, you know what? I want a, I want a trans uh, black prince. That's what I want. Just throw ahead and go in there. Go, go in there. Do do the best you yes. possibly can. You make her trans. Make her trans. I feel like that. That's the culture shock that America needs nowadays. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up now. I guess. Aww. And this podcast is a this good. Was fun. It was a good first episode. I feel like. It explained uh, how I feel about a lot of shit, and I'm like, <laughs> I guess you're gonna feel about a lot and of I things. I gave my, you know, opinion rather. Uh, forced opinion about a lot you of know. different things, and I think this is pretty fucking legit. Thank you for listening, um, and I hope you guys listen back. Remember, uh, I am a I might know a few things podcast. You can listen to that at any place yeah. that has podcasts. Anywhere and what's some of them social handles? I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Check me out on uh, on Facebook. Uh, My thing is backwards, so it's Cabrera Kiara because my shit stuck. And (laughs) And then what's the Facebook? What's the Facebook? (laughs) That's my. You know, my Facebook is stuck. My handle on Instagram is uh, Clara Cobra, which I will go in at another time why that's like that. (laughs) And it's the same with my Snapchat. Add me, you know what's up. Uh, Tevin, you want to plug anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely check me out. They have me as your boy Tevin Burstin. Mine's not as extravagant, but they got Smooth TS. You can find me, Tevin Smooth TS, on Facebook. Um, also, on my Snapchat and on the Instagram, you can check me out as Cheez It's on Twitter, which I'm going to probably change before I get a lawsuit. Cheez <laughs> <laughs> It's like. I can't believe someone fucking took this already. What is this? <laughs> what is this blasphemy? <laughs> Send him to the hanging. Uh, but no, definitely check me out. Cheez It's on Twitter. Um, and also check me out, you know, Smoothie S on Facebook. And maybe uh, in the future, I might get uh, Tevin to uh, do some music for us and jam out, we'll you know, we'll show see. his scales. It's been a while, you know, I'm a little rusty. You know you ain't rusty. I'm a rusty. You 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 oiled up. You know how we you go. You lubed. You lubed. You lubed, son. What? I, I'm lube. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? In the words of Layla, what? What? <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. And those little like the USB microphones. I think I might invest in one of those. A Yeti. Hello!